everybody, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners, about their experiences. The ups, the downs, the funny, and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In today's episode, the guys meet Kelly Carrillo, a single polar in Sacramento who worked in education before discovering that educating herself was the path to financial and personal freedom. We learn a lot about Borates and a lot about IPSA. Happy listening. Dude, that's the secret to good mashed potatoes. Wait, wait what does she do? So we, oh, there she is. Hold on. We She's got calling. everything fixed, Pereza. Johnny, come on. We got. We have company. Oh, I didn't know she was on yet. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Oh, there yes. she is. All right. Kelly, can you say your name for the record? Kelly Carrillo. Legend. Today, we're talking about California dreams, living up to a family legacy, a young mom, young kids, and the big C. Is this Terms of Endearment? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. I'm upstairs by myself in a closet. The least popular podcast ever. (laughs) That is a rough start. Kelly, thanks for joining us. Give me a little bit of background on how and why you got into the, the business. Well, I grew up in the industry. My dad's been doing it for 35 years. My mom did it for about 20 years. I hated pools growing up. Okay. <laughs> I really did. I, oh, I hated it. I had to go you know, on Saturdays to the store and out with my mom and she'd be like, oh, I'll pay you if you come help me. It's like, okay. And then she'd be like, yeah, you probably owe me money for something. So we'll just call it even. Ah. Went to college for psychology. I worked for a school district in a health office, and when I had my oldest, who's four now, and I have an 18-month-old too, I'd work from seven to three, Monday through Friday, you know, during the school year. They weren't very flexible when I needed to do appointments and stuff like that, and the money was crap. My my wife is a therapist, so I can testify to the uh, money being crap. Oh my God, yes. Especially for a school district, you know, they don't want to pay you what you're worth. So yeah, when I had him, I just wanted to make more money. Well, and the good thing is you're a trained therapist, so you can fix yourself. (laughs) Save some money, right? So Kelly, when did you start working for your dad? I want to say when I was like four. (laughs) (laughs) What did he have you doing when you were four? Well, you know, hold the tools, hand them tools. We used to get a... It's not that we got in trouble, but my parents are like, when we have customers in the store, please stay in the back because you know too much and you'll make them feel stupid. So not only did you grow up in the world of service and building, but you you guys had a retail store as well? Yep. Okay. We actually, we had one in an area called the Pocket Area in Sacramento. From my understanding, there are 15,000 houses and 12,000 of them have pools. That's where my mom's primarily service was the pocket area. But my parents actually moved across the street from a Leslie's and they closed that store before we closed our store. Oh, wow. Here's a funny thing. My dad, when he started in pools, he started with a company called Crystal Clear and then he worked for Leslie's. So he had a Leslie's background. 
when I was in college, I worked for Leslie's. Okay. It helps me now because then I understand what the customers experience when they go to Leslie's. So I know how to better sell me. So when you were in school, when you saw people from the neighborhood or had to go help someone and you, you ran into people from school, were you embarrassed? Were you proud? Were you... At first, it was kind of embarrassing. I think because of that stereotype that was around of, oh, you just do pools, like, you're not worth a lot. But then when I got to the later years, like, you know, junior, senior in high school, my friends would see my phone number on their refrigerator and be like, why is Kelly's phone number on the refrigerator? Definitely <laughs> when I was younger. I wasn't too fond of it. I got you. That's something that the vast majority of consumers don't understand. There has been a stigma put on pool people. Drive around in a pickup truck with a vacuum pole and vacuum out the thing and, you know, don't... uh... We're just some stoner who just graduated high school. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, (laughs) exactly. You'll find this funny. My husband, he used to uh, move pianos for a guy. He would always say that the pool guy was the cool guy in school. Oh. Meaning, you know, the cool guy didn't amount to a lot. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Or he could get the, that was the guy that got the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. Yeah. Hey, my sister knows a guy in the pool industry. He lives on a boat. He does repairs, but he doesn't do it to make a lot of money, just pay the bills. And he's like the stoner surf guy. Yeah. See, we're from the Midwest, so we don't, you know, we don't live that uh, California lifestyle. So it's, uh, we got winter here. It's cold. Uh, obviously, pools where you're at is is year round. Yeah. Uh, where we shut things down in the winter time, we drain things out. Being in the industry year round, it's much more of a full time job than it is in Michigan here. I mean, you worked a job in the summer and then. That was it. I mean, when you went back to college, you didn't work at the pool store anymore. It's not like you came home and, and did anything. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's a full-time job, and especially since COVID hit. It's even more of a full It's like two full-time jobs. Again, going back to consumers, homeowners. I don't want to say this the wrong way, but uh, people have a hard time screwing in light bulbs now so they don't understand how to hook a vacuum hose up to a skimmer to vacuum a pool or heaven forbid there's automation on the pool hey can somebody program this for me wait a minute you just bought sixteen thousand dollars from amazon and you can't figure out how to program your your pool pump and so that that stigma of pool people being the stoners is is just not true you know my biggest thing is education learning you got to learn more. The more I know, the more I can do. And that knowledge is power thing that the teachers told you when you were a kid, it's true. Do you find that the pool people in the industry poo-poo education or do they want to learn more? Well, it depends on who you run into. But with me and always trying to better other people and better people in my industry so we look better, I think Honestly, we we know more than most people, you know. Pool people know water chemistry. They know electrical. They know plumbing. We're starting to get more in, like you said, with automation, more of a tech-savvy kind of person. So you have four professions in one. Yeah, and 
and I mean, you're talking, you, you go, you take the electrician out of the trade industry, right? You take the, uh, the plumber out of the mm-hmm. industry the, and, and a pool person has to be all of those things. Uh, and, and not just focused on one particular skill set. And, and I think that's something that makes us unique in the world because there are so many people nowadays that, and, and, and I don't want to say that college is a bad thing, but you focus on passing a test as opposed to learning some life skills. Yeah, I, I for my children, I'm going to tell them you can go to college or you can go to trade school. You have to pick one or the other. And I probably just from the debt I got from going to school, probably encourage more of the trip learning a trade than going to college and being in debt, and not being able to get a job that pays those loans off. Well, and as you know, I mean, I, I went to school to be a, a cop. You went to school to be a therapist, right? And yeah. neither of us are doing those things as a full-time career. We're pool people now. Yeah. So... The degree isn't necessarily uh, what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm I'm with. You. I had a customer. He was like, he was talking to me. He was doing something while I was in the yard, and he was, you know, how to get in pool stuff like that. And I said that I went to college and I got a degree and everything. And he's like, what? Really? Why are you doing pools? You should be in an office making, you know great money and I'm like I make more money in an hour than you make in three (laughs) so Kelly when you talk about educating the industry and educating people in the industry what what are what are some of the things that you think in general folks in the industry could do better what is it that you see where you can be helpful to them well the first thing that I see as a problem is you have a lot of people who work in our industry and they never had training and they're working with chemicals that they don't really understand or working on equipment or electrical that they don't really understand. I think that's where they um, they need to change. For me, I take four weeks out of the year, two for holidays and then two for trainings. I tell my customers that there'll be two weeks I won't be here because I am training. I'm trying to make me better to help you. And I want pretty much everybody in the industry to look at it that way. The more knowledge you get, the more money you make. I try to educate my customers on how to find quality workers. If I can't do something, I'm not going to do it just to Oh, let's try this out because they need it. I, I want things to be safe. And those trainings are offered by manufacturers all the time. It's it's people are unwilling to to take take them up on it a lot of times because I'm not paying 200 bucks for this class. I'm not doing this. And it's something that says I've taken the time to put myself through this class to educate myself to make sure I'm doing things the right way. I mean... I went and got a builder's license. Why did I do it? Not because I'm going to go build a bunch of houses or do anything else. It's just something else that I have that the other guy doesn't. It sets you apart. Now, all of a sudden, when you walk into a backyard, you've got credentials that that the other guy doesn't. Want to use less chlorine next year? Protein Supreme uses a borate formula to keep your pool water in balance. And balanced water is the perfect environment for a sanitizer to go to work. In 2021, trust Proteam Supreme for a Supreme Pool season. 
To learn three ways to use 30% less sanitizer, visit HavilandPool.com. My IPSA chapter, for example, I try to find quality meetings. And what I mean that is quality education that will help my members grow and be a better asset to their customers. That's a perfect segue into what IPSA is, what it does, what your chapter does. Hold on really fast. Max, you can take it with you. Take the mic with you. You're fine. (laughs) Take it with you. Show it off to daddy. Go sing. Sometimes I have to do the same thing with the legend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Okay, so IPSA, I really, I think is a great organization, not just because I'm a part of it, not because I grew up in it, but because the key things is community and education. Community, we are there for one another. I can call another member if I have a question, they'll help me out. I have a member that will call me because he's new to the industry and he may not be able to do a job, but I can. And instead of me just doing the job for him, I have him come and join me and I teach him how to do it. We have meetings once a month. July and December are blacked out because, you know, we're busy in July and December is family time. Personally, in my chapter, try to have quality speakers. We've had Orinda come talk about their products, but also educate us on how to treat pools from ash from the fires we experienced here in California. We had Alpha West come and talk about the alternatives to using Tricor tabs since, you know, we're having a shortage and price increases. I've had the CHP come and educate us on how to be safe on the road within the loopholes that we are driving in and be legal and not have to worry about getting ticketed. You sometimes go outside of the box, you know, I've had an esthetician come and talk about skincare because, hey, we don't want to get cancer and look like we're 90 when we're 40. (laughs) So the cost to be a member of IPSA is actually a couple coffee drinks. We we offer an insurance. You don't have to take it, but we have it. It's actually really good for the single polar. Kelly, are the majority of your members single polars? In my chapter, yes. Describe single polar so everyone kind of understands. A single polar is pretty much a person who's in business for themselves, and it's just them. Someone who does everything for their business. Then there is non-single polars, which are pretty much people with employees. And are you required to attend X number amount of meetings a year? Okay. Yes, one meeting uh, a quarter. Okay. So one meeting every three months. And you don't have to go like... January, April, you you get to pick which ones you go to in that quarter. You can work it out where you never have to go in a summer month pretty much. You can go, let's say in January, you can go in April, and then you can wait all the way until October. Um, Every chapter has a different meeting date. For example, mine is the fourth Wednesday of the month. My sister's chapter in Houston is the fourth Tuesday of the month. Each chapter does have an area that they cover. Um, So you usually try to be in the chapter that covers your area. That way, whenever you have to do sick route coverage and you need someone to take care of your route, your members will be able to cover all your pools. Okay, so if someone falls ill and it's close to you, you you say, I can pick up that route. Now, do you... Well, actually, we divide the route among the members. So it's not like you're like Joe is going to take care of Bob's entire route. Okay. Because that would make it a lot harder on Joe because he has his own route to take care of. 
but usually there is a cap of how many how many pools they'll cover. Uh, my chapter, we cover, I believe, 60 pools for a member. But sometimes, you know, other members will chip in and, and do more than they're asked. When I had my my youngest, I used sick route for maternity leave. And I had, at the time, only 30 pools, so every member only needed to take one, but some members took three, and they took care of them while I was out for six weeks. And that way, I didn't lose that income. If I didn't have someone to cover my pools, I probably would have lost my You route. still get the proceeds when they take over the route? Yes. You split the money, or you get 100% of it? Well, it just depends on the members taking care of it. But the rules are is you don't get to charge for your time, but you do get to charge for the materials you use so if you use you know two gallons of chlorine you charge the member two gallons of chlorine is there a set fee because it does it does it depend on where they purchase the the chlorine from yeah yeah so whatever they're you know you know most members they're not there to rip you off or anything and you have an idea of how much the chemicals can cost okay one thing i i recommend is just itemize the statement so hey Pool A used four gallons, pool B used six gallons, pool C used ten. Kelly, I want to get back to your, you said your sister is in the pool industry as well and she's in Houston? Yes. Okay. Was one of you, uh, was one of you the good one and one of you the bad one? <laughs> um... Uh, my sister used my mom more than my dad, and I, I think my dad used me more than my sister, but overall, it was a pretty equal thing. Both of us didn't want to join the industry, but both of us did because kids. And now, talk about that. Now, when we set up the interview with May, who, who's friends with Ipsa and friends with us, she mentioned that you thought being a pool service tech was a great job for a new mom or or someone with young kids actually i think it's great for any young woman who wants to have a family in the future too with having your own pool route you make your schedule you decide how many hours you want to work a week you have that flexibility to be able to be there for your kids be there for their sporting events or doctor's appointments let's say your son's sick or daughter's sick you can just say, hey, I'll be there tomorrow or the next day. I will get to you this week. But hey, I have to take the day off to take care of my child. When I first started my own business, I was still working for the school district. And after I had Michael, I was on a leave and just doing pools. And if I would have had a regular job during that transition period, I probably would have gone crazy. My husband got sick with cancer, so I had to take care of everything. So you have that opportunity, let's say you're in a tight jam and you need to cover two incomes, you can do that and still be there for the other members of your family. When you have to really kind of crank up the business and, and earn a little bit bigger of a check, how many pools could you service in a week? Me personally, because I do repairs, I won't go over 60. Okay. But I also cover a larger area than most. I cover the whole greater Sacramento area. If I did not want to do repairs at all and just focus on maintenance, I could do 120 or more a week, depending on how tight I can get that route. If you get a really tight route, it's amazing how many you do. I know a guy who has a tight route of five miles. He has 120 wow. pools. He starts at eight. He's done by one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. And he only works Monday through Friday. 
how much time are you spending right now on getting new business or looking at new business or are you in kind of a comfortable place right now? I'm looking for more business. I'm personally, I'm looking more into the repairs than service because as you guys know, in the pool industry, that's where really the money is. Yep. When I want to grow my business, I advertise like on Facebook in the yard sale groups because it's free. (laughs) Uh, I do advertise on Craigslist, but I don't get a lot of calls on there. Most of the time, they're just fishing around for the cheapest price. And I'm not necessarily the cheapest or the most expensive, but more than they want to pay. I'm lucky enough to get business from members in my chapter. When I first started, I got half my route from other members. And it wasn't like, oh, I feel sorry for you or anything like that. It was, hey, I don't service this area. You serve it. Here, I will give your number to the customer who called me. Going into next year, what is your concern or what are your game plans for the for the chlorine issue? Well, one, I uh, started a surcharge on my customers already because of the shortage. I just explained to them, hey, there is a chlorine shortage and prices are going up. And I'm not exactly sure how far they're going up, but I know that they are. And let's just start with this. For me, it was $6. I'm like, I won't charge you any more than $6. This could be temporary, it could not. I won't know until the spring. And all but like two customers were fine with that. You know, as long as you communicate with your customers about what's going on, they'll understand. And as long as you provide them with a quality service, they won't mind paying that extra money either. Okay, for me, liquid's my primary and tabs just help me get through the week. I have started testing out borates in my pools. I know that people are like, oh, it's so expensive to use, stuff like that. And, you know, with the chlorine going up like it is, it's not looking that expensive to me. You know, I put it in once. You know, the only other time I put it in is if we drain or, you know, some a little bit of splash out. What I've experienced in my pools that I put it in, amazing. And I think it will help me and the customer have the best price and then be happy with the way they're pulled out. Kelly, the legend loves you. You know, he loves borates. I'm loving this stuff. It is, it is probably one of the least used chemicals in our industry that has the most benefits. I'm telling everybody that they need to use it. Yes, yes. And and it, it 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 works in all forms of sanitizer. So it doesn't no it doesn't matter if you're using bleach or trichlor or if you've got a salt chlorine generator on the pool, borates are an asset to that body of water. I don't know if you've noticed the stability in the pH after you've added it because it's another buffering mechanism. Oh yeah. So I have a pool. This was the first pool I put it in and, and two of my members suggested me doing it. What was going on was it was a new plaster pool. And you know, new plaster pH is always everywhere, but usually on the high side. But the problem I was having with this pool in particular was the alkalinity and the calcium just kept climbing and climbing and we weren't adding anything to it. And I don't like that happening. I need that calcium to stop. So they suggested putting the borates in. I put that in there, it stopped. The pH is perfectly balanced. It it hasn't been climbing at all. Alkalinity stayed where it needed to be. The plaster company was happy. The customer was like super happy. The pool is gorgeous. And that's what sold me on putting this in more of my pools. Yep, yep. Borate, which most people don't know, 
is a natural chelator with calcium. Keeps down plaster dust. Um, and it and so in addition to scale inhibition, it also inhibits corrosion. So it is I, honestly, it, I, I love that you're using borate, and I think that because you understand how to set yourself apart from the crowd that and again that's one of those things that does that that's why people want you in their backyard kelly do you think when you talk about it in those terms do you think people just get stuck in their ways and then assume their customers will get stuck in their ways as well well see i don't understand why people i put the cost on the customer i'm not eating any cost and adding that to the pool in the last week, I've sold it to three of my customers. And all I did was give them some literature on what it is, and it sold them immediately. There was no questions about it. If the customer is willing to pay for it, why don't you just put it in there to benefit you? It's exciting that you're getting customers to uh, to try something new. And I think when they see it, you get kind of a, a cult-like following. And that's going to be cool to see how that word of mouth works out for you over there. You're doing things that will benefit the consumer and make your job easier, and it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the big reasons, Johnny, we always talk about, you know, you want it in that 30 ppm to 50 ppm range, but if you bring it up gradually, people tend not to notice the change, but if you get it right into that 30 to 50 right away, that people are like overnight, holy cow, what happened? It's almost like when you do a, a stain removal or something like that, where you do a treatment and remove something or the change is so dramatic. Yes. That's why getting it in there and, and having that number right away is phenomenal. And that's, I, I think it's going to be a big, I think it's going to be maybe a little harder to find actually in 2021 because we know a lot of folks that are kind of going in that direction as chlorine comes a little tighter and a little more expensive. Yeah, it was hard to find it. <laughs> I found the last. I found the only bucket. Well, I know a company that uh, sells it. I know a guy in Michigan. He uh, he sells a lot of it. <laughs> well, then you got to send it to my suppliers because I found the one bucket in my area. I hit up all the suppliers. I'm like, you have to start supplying this. Um, one supplier, Leisure, I bought it. They asked, do I want more? And they went and bought some more. SCP, when I asked them about it, they said, at least in my area, they said that they're working on getting it into the, the stores. Um, it's just going to take some time. Uh, I know I know some guys at uh, Pool Corp. I'll talk to those guys. Yeah, I, I, I need it. <laughs> this is one product I think is good for all pools. Well, if you go to like one supplier majority of the time, they'll do things for you to make sure you get it. Like when we had this tab shortage, there's one supplier I predominantly go to. Like I go to all of them, but predominantly them. And they hid 10 buckets for me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the same supplier, if they don't have something, they'll call the other people for me to let me know where it's located. <laughs> so it's like, you know, go to everybody. But when you find that one you like, they'll do a little more for you. Kelly, when the world kind of shut down end of February, what was the effect of, of this quarantine and the whole thing with you there? I was just having this conversation with my dad. It's easier now than before to sell things like pop, variable speed pumps, controllers, cleaners, like the robotic cleaners. I've sold at least 12 this year. Luckily, like with IPSA, I've met a lot of people. And when I've been in a bind, that's really helped. 
I needed a pump housing by Hayward and supplier dicked me around for too long, like two weeks. And finally they're like, oh, it's on back order with 435 others. I'm like, I need, I need this. Like my customer's pumps cracked. Well, my rep for my area, Noel, he saw my thing on Facebook and he's like, Kelly, I have one, you can have it. So I got it for free, just picked it up at his house and went put it in the customer's pool. As we go into 2021 and someone's on the fence about IPSA, what would you say are the most important things for them to know? Meeting the reps, you meet other people in your area who, who can help you build your business. If they don't do something and you do, they can refer it to you. Legend rule number one, it's good to know a guy. Well, you're a guy, right? So <laughs> I met someone. <laughs> I'll get it one way or another. I'm a uh, very um, resourceful individual. <laughs> when you have an issue on site, they'll talk you through it. Hayward and Jandy in my area are amazing in that aspect. You know, you need a tile guy, we have a tile guy, and then you get the education. So it, it's, in essence, being part of IPSA will help you make more money in the long run. Kelly, are there any jobs that you just hate doing? Yes. I hate cleaning pools. <laughs> <laughs> I clean pools because it's steady money and it gets me through the winter when you don't have a pandemic. You know, maybe maybe by the time Max is 10, he can take over the route. <laughs> if I know something, I'll teach you. You just got to go when I'm doing it. And the majority of my members are the same way. You have a question, they know how to do it. They'll show you how. They won't charge you to do it. They'll just be like, I'll be at this job doing this. Come learn. So Legend, what did we learn today? We learned that pool routes pay better than social work, buddy. Always true. What I love best is that Kelly loves borates as much as I do. I think what we also learned is you should never stop learning new tricks. Kelly is one that knows that. Looks for education, keeps learning. Yes, I agree. Learn as much as you can. It's a perfect 